If there's one thing I know for sure, it's that I'm going to say a little bit too much. This is Oversharing with me, Erica Shea. Welcome back to Oversharing with me, Erica Shea. I'm super excited. Today's episode is with my sister, Kelly. We just recorded it this last Friday, and she gives a bit of her whole story in the episode, but she was a teacher for a long time and made the switch to becoming a business owner, and she did that all with a, well, he was under one at the time that she started the business, and she is now pregnant, about to give birth very soon. So she's doing this all with, you know, a toddler and pregnant and expecting a newborn. And um, we talk a lot about how to use the things you're passionate about for work, but also without letting it burn you out. And I think that's such an important thing to think about when you're going into something that you're like, oh, but this is my passion. And then you're also making it your job. I just think that sometimes we have been told you can do anything, you can do anything, follow your dreams, that we forget that piece of it. Where like, if it's also your hobby and also the thing that brings you joy and also the thing that you talk about with your friends and all that, it can be a lot. Um, And it can be hard not to burn out on it. So it's a really great conversation. I'm so freaking happy we did this. And I'm really excited for you guys to get to know my sister, Kelly. So let's get into it. Okay, Kelly. I was about to say Kelly Sullivan. And then I was like, that's not your last name. Kelly Ryan of Kelly Ryan Co., a.k.a. my sister, Kelly. How are you? Oh, great. (laughs) That's me. (laughs) That is you. Okay, Basically, you know, even being your sister, I don't fully know everything that you do. So can you just give like a rundown of what your business is and what you do? Yeah, that's fair because um, I think uh, anyone that like starts a business probably goes into it with like one idea and it does evolve a bit over time. But um, I now do um, brand and website design and also focus on SEO, which is search engine optimization. If I put it into what I think at least is, you know, like simple terms, it's just making sure that your content on the internet is Google friendly so that when people are searching Google, your stuff pops up. So yes, is search engine optimization like as a as a part of your business? I think it's newer, but as a general strategy, is that newer? Um, I mean, I've known, I've at least known about it for the last 10 years. Um, so it's definitely like been around, I think I probably honestly, since Google got started, it, I think it, it really started with Google. It's not necessarily exclusive to Google. And especially now with like, um, Bing and chat GPT being all connected, Bing's going to yes. start taking off more. Uh, but people definitely think of it as synonymous with Google. Okay. And then mm-hmm. I think the, the reason I wanted to bring you on is not just to be like, hello, this is what you do, but also mm-hmm. you completely switched careers. You switched, mm-hmm. it has it been a year now? Or not even a full year? Uh, technically, it started my business in March of last year. But okay. yes, like nine months. Since you uh, left teaching. Yeah. So, you know, long story, hopefully a little bit short. I was an elementary school teacher for seven years. Okay. Um, and really, I guess it was, I'll blame it partly on the pandemic, but it was just like a series of things that kind of led to this last year where I was like, man, is this what I want to do for 
30 years. Like, is this Mm -hmm. my, what I'm committing myself to for the rest of my life? And a big part of that was having um, my first son. I'm now five weeks away from due date with the second son. Yes. Um, But uh, having like my son and trying to be a teacher and feeling those demands on all sides, I was just like, this is not it. There's got to be something else out there where I can actually be a mom and work because I just did not really have a desire to be like a full-time stay-at-home mom. Right. So um, I kind of like started looking into, yeah, what else was out there. And I've always liked creative things, but it's definitely one of those things where I was like, but I'm not artsy. Right. I can't do that, you know? Even though you uh, are like one of the most creative people I know, you like yeah. designed your own wedding invitations. You design all like birthday invites and stuff for uh, your family. Dogs. That's okay. They're fine. Um, So it's funny that you think that about yourself because you always have been way more creative than probably any of our siblings. Yeah. I think it's more so like you think of the, I mean, really like just going to like a full stereotype of like the kids that were like artistic in high school. And it's like, they could pick up a blank piece of paper and a pencil and like, produce this amazing drawing and I cannot do that I can like you know bust out some doodles right but I am not really a um you would consider yourself an artist artist. yes yeah yeah and so I felt like there was this block to like seeking a path in um the creative arts I guess yeah Um, and I remember like in high school I was in a digital Photoshop class because, you know, that was classic thing at the time. Yeah. 2000s. Um, and they had like a art school come in and kind of like present, you know, options for college. And I thought all of these like kind of different pathways they were presenting were so cool. But again, it was like, but I can't do that because I am not. I'm not an artist. artist. Yeah. 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 And so then it's funny did- how, you know. It all changes. But when did it, when did you feel like, okay, this is something I can do? Because you would create like a lot of artistic things for your classrooms as well. Like Mm -hmm. you were kind of doing the creative stuff, but when did you switch into like, oh wait, I can make this a career? Well, there is a website called Teachers Pay Teachers and Mm -hmm. um, it's basically like teachers can go on and create resources that they use for their classroom and sell them online to other teachers. And so I started doing that, I think my second year of teaching, maybe my third, um, just because it was like, well, I'm spending all this time making stuff. Like I might as well try and make some money off of it. And I knew nothing about like how to actually make these things, but spent lots of time on YouTube and Instagram and all of that to like figure it out. And then through that kind of found like there was this whole market of these teacher shops on teachers Mm -hmm. by teachers that the teachers needed like logos and branding for their online shops. And so I started selling logos for like $20, which is now (laughs) I think of it. And I'm like, that is insane. You should have been charging so much more. Yes. Yeah. Um, but so started like making logos for random 
teachers yeah. that found me online and whatever. Um, but again, was still like only working in um, like Photoshop or no, sorry. Right. No, PowerPoint. So like oh. I had not like really developed the skills into like okay. the Adobe programs and things. Uh, and then when I started working on making wedding invitations, mm-hmm. then I started teaching myself all of the Adobe stuff. And so okay. kind of like all of this came together and eventually like two years later after the, the wedding invitations was mm-hmm. like, Hey, I actually know a decent amount about like graphic design. Maybe I could figure this out. <laughs> right. Led, led and it's, into websites. It's so crazy. It's like most people are not, well, maybe I'm wrong about that, but it does not feel like most people are self-taught in those things. Um, and you are 100% self-taught. You have not gone to any school for this. No. Yeah. I have used a lot of online education. Like I am definitely a seek out professional mm-hmm. development type of person. Um, and uh, I just, you know, I am like, it's, I think part of the like whole block with being this like creative artistic person is I'm also a very logical and like, think everything. <laughs> <Type A. laughs> so this might come as a surprise to you. But, like, <laughs> Let's just say where Kelly is type A, I am type B. And like, we could not be more different in those ways room for 14 in, years. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so yes, you feel like so lot, you're very logical about how you approach your creativity, yeah. which is interesting. Yes. So it's like, I was like, oh, well, I'm not going to just jump into something, you know, I got to learn everything there is to <laughs> learn about it. And like at some point you kind of realize like that's unrealistic, right. but you, you know, try and get like a good starting point. Um, so yeah, I've taken a lot of like online courses and things, but no, I have not my degree, my bachelor's degree is in psychology and I have a master's in education. Neither of those have anything to do with art. I mean, some could argue psychology does, but you know. like maybe with like psychology, you're using the pieces of like how people respond to different things to get them to want to buy things from the website. Like, you know, images and such. Psychology can be used for everything really, but yeah. Um, and what would you say, like, the reason I had texted you and been like, come on the podcast was you posted that story one day where it was like a Monday morning and you're like, I woke up and I actually wanted to work today. Like I, I didn't feel dread about going to work. Yeah. When did, has that been ever since you made this change? Yeah, I would say I, so again, for like, for anyone that doesn't understand a, a school system in America, um, <laughs> most school years end in June. So basically, I've been doing this full time since June. Mm-hmm. And so uh, right now, we're at the um, end of February uh, for whenever this record or actually goes. I, I think it's going to air this week. So yeah, end okay, of February. <laughs> uh, so, you know, it's been like almost nine months, I think, of actually doing this and trying to figure this out, make it work. That makes me realize, and we'll get into more of this in a second, but that you literally started this full time and got pregnant. (laughs) I I found out I was pregnant like, like three weeks after we were like, this is the, this is it. So yeah, that was shook things up a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. But okay. So nine months ago you went full time. Uh Yes. 
Um, and yeah, I, I mean, full transparency. I have many days where I want to crap my pants because I'm so, it's so scary to be like, <laughs> maybe I could put a different visual in there for everyone, but like you're, you're scared because it's your, I can't, I mean, it wouldn't be you if you didn't say something like that, but like, it's so scary. Cause you're like, I have two, well, really you have three young children at home and yeah, you're and, like, um, yes. Like I, yeah, I've never not had like my own income. Mm-hmm. And so I, I do have a husband who works a full-time <laughs> job, unfortunately, <laughs> you know, is kind of supporting us through this as like, as I get more consistency with my income, right. it, it's still, I mean, we're still in year one, you know, it's still a lot right. of up and down. Um, but uh, still, even with that, it's like, I'm excited to do what I do every day, whether that is like working on someone's brand or working on someone's website or doing the behind the scenes things of like, like today it was just creating my like social media plan for the next Mm -hmm. couple of weeks and, you know, things like that, which I think I even said in that post, it's like sometimes no, there's parts that I don't love. Like I just finished taxes and I was like, Oh, Um, yeah, it's like a little scary. Yeah. Uh, am I doing this right? But, um, even with that part of it, it's like, I still wake up like excited. Whereas this is I was what I want to do. To, yeah. I was getting to this point in teaching where I was just like, every day it was like, Ugh. yeah. And I was like dreading it. Right. I mean, was. I figured. Thank you. For all you <laughs> um, listeners out there. Also, for anyone who doesn't realize, I know I've mentioned it before, but Kelly's the one who made the logo for this podcast. So, oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that was one of your like very early. Yeah, well, I mean, it was just me, but yeah, it was like really one like of the first, first things, first, like outside of um, teacher logos. Oh um, yeah. Well, and it's, yeah. I get complimented on it all the time. So you clearly know what you're doing and you've done so much even since then. Um, yeah, that was definitely a, when did we do this logo? I don't uh, it was done by, it was like in June of last year. Cause I launched in yeah. August. Oh, okay. And I know it was done for a little while before that, which is like yeah. now making me realize that I, I'm kind of coming up on like a year of this show, which is really weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Somewhere around there. <laughs> but so let's go back to the kids thing. Mm-hmm. Kelly has a lovely, wonderful one year. Well, one and a half year old son named Dawson, who is a handful uh, <laughs> as all toddlers are. And um, you are also pregnant. Do literally honestly, like within two to five weeks. Yeah, I'm due technically in five weeks, but like for perspective, Dawson came two and a half weeks early. So we're just right. kind of in like, could be two weeks, could be four weeks, like somewhere right, right now. It's hard to say. Yeah. How does, and I don't like asking just moms, like, how is it being a working mom? Because like sexist, but how is it being a working mom who has your own? small business and like you completely started from the ground up with a Dawson was one at the time. Yeah. Dawson had, um, he turned one the day before the 4th of July. 
So yeah, yeah, it was definitely, uh, again, there's like that piece of it where it's like the stability and financial part, like thank God for my husband. Right. Um, if not, I would for sure have to be doing something else just because we're not like, you know, for any of those businesses that are like, I made six figures in my first year. I'm like, show me. But uh, <laughs> That's true. People lie but, about that stuff all the time for credibility. And you're like, yeah. yeah, I know. And like, I'm sure there are some out there. So good for them. But um, I am not one of those stories. So <laughs> it's a lot of up and down and especially like, finding out that I was pregnant so soon after starting and I, um, pregnancy and my body are not friends for the first few months. So it was really like I had, I like started, I had like all these clients coming in right away and it was like, wow, look at all this. This is crazy. And then like that first trimester just sickness hit me. Yeah. And I like, couldn't even get myself to like show up on social media and reach out to people. You know, I couldn't do the networking and stuff because I just felt so awful. Mm -hmm. So that made it very hard to like build consistency. Right. So then as soon as I started feeling better again, it's like, okay, I was able to start showing up again and start bringing in clients again. Um, but like in the midst of all of this, again, kind of going back, you know, to the question that you actually asked, um, we have Dawson and daycare full time. Right. And we were still getting like shut down for COVID or even if it wasn't COVID and he just was sick, you know, trying to figure out this balance of like, oh, I'm, I have a website that is due on Friday and Dawson's home with me all week. Right. Um, again, like he is, you know, if you have ever spent time with a toddler in general, like he's quite the um, active boy. I would say he's your uh, classic like toddler, but just not the calm toddlers you've hung out with. I would, he's yeah. a great kid. Like he's not, he's not like mean or anything. He's just active. He yeah. He wants to like eat and talk and hang out. He has a big personality and big feelings. Um, <laughs> so, he sounds a lot like your little sister. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. <laughs> so it's like when people are like, yeah, I work from home with my kids. I'm like, how? I don't think we have the same kid. So like, I literally could only work like when he's napping or right. um, once my husband gets home from work or whatever, because like it just was not, you know feasible. Yeah. But even in those days when I, I get a call from daycare and it's like, ah, I still think of like, if I was in the classroom, I would be leaving the classroom, like calling up to the front office. Like I need someone to come watch my class because right. I have to go pick up my kid. And usually they would be like, mm, like make you feel kind of guilty about it. And right. So you know, I don't have that. And I have had times where I've had to like reach out to clients like, Hey, I'm so sorry. My son is homesick today and we are going to be running to the doctor's office. I don't know what time, like I need to reschedule our call. And no one has ever made me feel bad about it. And I guess no. that goes into like finding the right people to work with. But yes. you know, it's like, it's, 
hard. There are, of course, challenges, but it's still like I have so much more flexibility with my time now than I did in a teacher setting. Right. It's like so much easier in some ways. I think that's such a – I wish that was more of a normalized thing that people talked about. It's like even in – I don't know. I hardly consider radio corporate America, but it is. I am in the corporate world, I guess. But yeah, I feel bad taking a day off or being sick or needing to take vacation for the love of God. Like, and it really yeah. sucks that no matter where you work, unless you work for yourself, people make you feel guilty about taking any time off. And yeah. I like wish we could all function the way you do. It's like, is changing that meeting going to save a life or? end of life? <laughs> um, the answer is no. Like no, it's, it's just not. Yeah. So yeah. it is, I wish we could all function more that way because that's how it is supposed to be. Like, you yeah. know, unless we're literally it's, doctors. <laughs> yeah, true. I mean, you know, then go do your thing. Right. Then um, please. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, when you think about like, Yes, I hope that my work is like valuable to people because I am doing something that is actually helping launch other people's businesses Mm -hmm. and, you know, or grow their businesses. But like at the end of the day, if your website doesn't get completed today and instead it gets completed tomorrow, like it's gonna be okay. It is gonna be okay. (laughs) Yes. Oh, hello, Huckleberry. This is the dogs just came in and they pushed the door open. You're very affectionate dog. So how is maternity leave going to work as a small business owner of one? It is very different this time around. So um I mean again like I live in Nevada, so we do not have legally required maternity leave. That's right. So when I was out on leave with Dawson, I had Mm -hmm. zero paid time off, um, which people are always, like, shocked by. Like, what? Even as teachers? Yeah, Uh, it's extremely disappointing in America that, like, you have a child and they're like, well, figure it out. Yeah, there are, I, you know, did some research into this whole thing while I was pregnant with him because I was so shocked by that. And there's actually like a very small handful of states that even require paid leave. Mm. Um, So I could take FMLA, which is up to 12 weeks off. And so I took the full 12 weeks. And fortunately for me, Dawson was born in July. So mm-hmm. I still got paid through the summer because like that's my contract ran year round. Um, but then like once the school year started, like used up the PTO that I had to continue to get paid and then just finished off unpaid. So, yeah. you know, I did end up getting paid for a lot of that part, just basically by good timing, like that we did not plan at all. It just happened that happened. way. Yeah. Uh, but that whole time I, I did zero work. You know, I did not like do any work. I, yeah, like I had a long-term sub, you know, that we had planned Mm -hmm. on ahead of time. Basically my team of teachers like guided him through getting my class set up. And then like the week before I finally was like, Hey, maybe we should get on a call so I can like hear what's up. Um, Whereas this time around, it's obviously going to be so different because I um, will not have any income other than like what any projects that I work on. And also I am like stopping taking projects well before my due date or like giving 
long timelines of like, could be done in a week, but could be done in, you know, five weeks because I don't know when this baby, yeah, is going to actually show baby up. Baby might come in the middle. And so it's, yeah, I'm definitely planning to take some time off of like completely not touching things because the first few weeks of a baby, okay. like you have no idea what you're going to get. Dawson was so colicky. He did not sleep. He was a really, really bad reflux baby. So we were just covered in spit up yeah. all the time. It was quite a journey. Um, and then you get friends mm-hmm. that are like, my baby slept through the night by two months old. And I'm like, well, fan fucking tastic. Um, yes. Great. <laughs> yes. I'm super happy so for you. Like, um, you really have no idea. Um, so I basically did, um, like most of my kind of a part of my whole business model is that most of my projects are completed in a week. It's like we do the planning ahead of time and then I start Monday okay. and it's delivered yeah. to you by Friday. And so that is like one of my selling points, right? And like, I only work with one client at a time so I can give my full right. dedicated attention. Um, so like leading up to this leave, I kind of put it out there that I opened up some spots for projects um, at a discounted rate saying like, they're not going to be done in a week. If you want to, you know, put it, if you want to get a discount on this and okay. timing isn't super important to you, you know, book between April and June. And I can say that it'll be done in six weeks. Mm-hmm. And like, hopefully I can right. do them even faster than that. But then you just really don't know, like right. they could, the baby could sleep for three hours and you're like, sweet, I'm going to get some work done or they can sleep for 20 minutes. So, um, totally. So it was really just trying to like, like I yeah. think this would be much harder to plan this leave if this was my first baby, because I, yeah, mm-hmm. like I definitely like yeah, I yeah you're like blind. I'm a pretty smart person, um, so <laughs> going into <laughs> having my first baby, I, like, I wasn't naive to like what babies do and don't do, but it still is shocking when you're like, I literally can't do anything. I am stuck in a dark room trying to get right. this baby to sleep just so it's not screaming at me for an hour, you know? <laughs> I just really hope that you get a chiller baby. Because um, Dawson gave you a run for your money and oh, really yeah. made you question baby <laughs> number two. You, you know, by the timing of this baby, um, we really weren't sure there was going to be another. So here he comes. Yeah, it, uh, it just happened. Um, yeah, but obviously it's so exciting, but I'm like constantly impressed that you, I mean, you have yeah. no choice. You're like, we are just going to figure it out. We've got a one and a half year old. We'll have a, a newborn. Yes. And yeah. It was like, there business. was definitely a moment when I found out that I was pregnant of like, should I go ask for my job back? Like, you know, what, what do I do? Right. Yeah. Oh, like, it was right out after in, you had left. It was like mid to late July. So it was very shortly, you know, after the school year had ended. And um, yeah. Yeah. I was like, uh, what do I do? But then, you know, kind of also a blessing because we're like, how 
could we, I had to miss so much work last year with the amount of times mm-hmm. that I had to pick up Dawson from daycare and things like that, that were like, how could we possibly balance it all Right. with two under two? They're going to be getting sick all the time. All the time. And it's just right. like, and I have a nine-year-old stepson. So, mm-hmm. you know, he's in sports and things and like our lives are like a little bit chaotic all the time. So, you know, <laughs> it's just like we need to have one of us on a more flexible schedule, at least right. these early years. I can't really imagine how yeah. back that. Right. Like once they're in like kindergarten or something, sure, if you really wanted to go back to some form of office work, I just don't – and hopefully you don't have to. I just don't see you doing that. Like yeah, I see I you doing really, this long term. Really hard to – I would have to be like failing for quite a bit <laughs> to go back to that because yeah. once you have this like, yeah, taste of like freedom, it's mm-hmm. hard to – be like, yeah, no, actually, I'm going to go sign myself up for a job where I, um, you know, worked nonstop. You know, people are like, oh, teachers, but you get off at like three. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, you're doing so much work outside of the school day. And then you you are always at the school at what once a weekend, at least. Yeah, especially before I had kids. Like I right. would do like 12-hour days at the school. And yeah. it was just like part of me loved it. Like I loved my job. So right. it was like I was willing to. But then you, I think that's what like burns teachers out and why we lose so many so fast because you just can't sustain that. Right. Okay. So yeah, let's talk about that. Cause teaching was something you were really passionate about. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes similar to my career, it's something you can be so passionate about that you kind of like wear yourself down really quick. Hobby. Yeah. Right. Yes. And I tell people all the time, I don't have hobbies because work and this podcast are my hobby, but I'm like, that's a lot to put on. That's a lot of like happiness and joy to put on one thing. Yeah. Um, do you feel like you were super passionate about teaching and I think about helping kids? Is that mm-hmm. correct? Do yeah. you feel similarly passionate about what you do now? I think it's a different kind of passionate. Like I can't lie that like teaching, especially I spent of my seven years in teaching, I spent four of those years in title one schools, meaning low income families. Mm-hmm. And so like those were hard schools, hard kids, hard families, hard situations that you're like dealing with every day. But I loved it. Like those were my favorite places to be. Mm -hmm. I loved the kids that I had and the kids that I worked with. Um, And I taught both first and fifth grade, like separate years, not combined uh, during that setting. So I really got like a, a range and just those were like my best years, especially my fifth graders loved those kids and that job. But it still is like, I would be like crying to a coworker, like at least, at least once a month, I was going to say once a week, but I'm like, because sometimes it's like, Oh my gosh, this kid is just mean to me. Yeah. And I just have to like deal with it or, 
well, I've made all this progress with this student and then it's a huge backtrack and you're just like, what is my purpose even? You know, it's mm-hmm. a lot of that, but you get like so passionate and invested in these kids and like their growth. Um, so I can't say that like that passion is the same sure. with my career now, but I also is, I'm like doing something that I feel is, um, I can actually do in the long run. And um, for any of my Enneagram people out there, I am type three. And so with teaching, it's like hard because you kind of like hit a peak. Like I, I was at like year five and I was like, I've done all I can do. You know, what are my options from here? Go be a principal. And I was like, ugh, I don't want to do that. Yeah, that's right. You did kind of yeah. have that conversation with yourself of like, ooh, what goes next? Yeah. And I just, and again, for like a type three is the achiever. Like it's very important to me to like continue growing, continue learning, keep p- progressing in some way. And I felt like mm-hmm. I was at this like stopping point. And by the end of my seven years, I had taught four different grade levels because I kept trying to be like, okay, well, I feel like I've really mastered this. Let me go to the next one. Let me try and do this, right. you know, and try and like find these different areas to master. And then just feeling like that was it. And I did it. So yeah, here we are, you know? Right. And like, of course there's always room for improvement and you can always get better at anything. But I was feeling like I still have, 23 more years till I can retire, how much better am I going to get? You know? Yeah. That scares me. Yeah. It's like, whoa. And so I feel like now I'm in this, like part of what's so fulfilling about what I do now is like, there's still so much room for growth within design, but then there's also like, I would love to eventually kind of take this knowledge and put that, combine that with teaching somehow and like, you know, yeah. either create a course or do some kind of coaching or whatever. So that there's like this whole other realm of where this can go. And yeah. so I get like a lot of satisfaction from knowing there's a lot more to achieve. You also, I mean, there's so much to achieve. You, you work with mostly small businesses in Reno. Is that right? Yeah, mostly in Reno. I yeah. would say like starting to branch outside of our area, but yes. Exciting. But yeah. I'm like, think about what else is possible. You could start working with like large corporations someday. Like there's so much to do and you can always just find your next like dream client. And you're it's like you're not doing the same thing every day. You're not doing yeah. the same thing every September 1st, you know, with the same grade level or anything like that. Yeah. So um also, it's funny to hear you talk about it like that because you're so much like mom. Yeah. Like our mom is constantly reinventing her career and finding new things she wants to do. I'm She's in a different about world. To do her website because she wants to like. <laughs> exactly. She's a interior designer and realtor. And I guess, I mean, she like creates whole plans. She's not a contractor, but. Um, right, she does like, like she's not an remodel. decorator. Yeah. She does yes. like remodels. Yeah. Design and remodel. Yeah. 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 Um, but I think we've been very lucky to have her as like a role model because she never, I mean, she went back to school when we were in elementary school yeah. to become an interior designer and 
I like at the time I didn't realize how that wasn't the norm. Yeah, uh, she was like, a teacher cool, before Mom that. Has class tonight. Dad's bringing us KFC. You know, like that. Was. <laughs> Literally, or I, yeah, I'd like. I used to have to go to the like after school thing if she was in school, but then our, my good friends, Katie's family would be like, Oh, you could just come with us instead. So I would just have to like rogue call mom and be like, leave a message. Like I'm not at yeah. after school care. <laughs> I'm with the Ridgeways. Not at the clubhouse. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but oh my gosh. Yeah. It's just, it's so interesting how I think you're way, you're more like mom than any of us in that way. But. Yeah, it's a good yeah. example for your kids. Yeah, it, it's very interesting. Like my husband is also. I keep saying my husband. Like obviously, Erica knows my husband's name is Zach. Oh yeah, but for other people, <laughs> yeah, Zach, your um, husband. But he is very entrepreneurial as well, and right. he has owned multiple businesses. And then, like, uh, sometime during COVID, you know, through all that he ended up taking on this job, um, which started as a instructional designer. And now he's like the, um, head of people operations and stuff. So, but it's like with both of us being kind of in this way of like, like we definitely have the dream to like one day, both of us will be running our own thing and we will just take Fridays off together. And like every day will be like a date day, you know, like that is the dream. Right. Um, and so right now he's obviously doing a lot of the work to support us financially while I get things up and running. But like a big motivator for me is to get things going so that I can then take on a lot of that load while he gets things up and running. Right. Um, so you do not want to work together in the future. You do not want to have a business together. <laughs> no, he tries to convince me that like he, of some of these business ideas sometimes like see we could do that and I'm like I think we should just stick separate <laughs> I think we should you're like I'm happy to do your website um yes, exactly. <laughs> I will totally do some of these parts for you but right yeah I don't think that we like and he one of his like business ideas has to do with um creating training for companies so obviously that's something that like I have experience with from teaching. Right. Um, but I'm just like, I'll do the design work that you need, but right. we should be business partners. <laughs> yeah, no, that's uh, some, if for some people it just does not, it's not a good idea. I don't think I'm someone who should work with a significant other. So yeah. You know. um, <laughs> yeah. Was just there just... ever a point like when you first said to him or whose idea was it that you business. I'm sure it was yours, but was there ever a point that he was like hesitant? I've never asked you this. No. Um, I literally what started, so I had been applying to jobs. Like we decided I was going to leave teaching and I had been applying to jobs for months and had like two interviews, like barely heard back from anyone. It was like, my gosh, I am spending so much time doing this. And getting nothing. And I literally saw an Instagram ad for a course that was like teaching a side hustle in online marketing. And I was like, I can do that. You know, I can, I can, I'm capable of doing that. I've done again, like with this whole like teacher logo thing that I was doing, I had an entire Instagram account that I, yes, thousands of followers that, you know, got hacked and 
Yeah, that's right. You grew that very quickly too. That that really took off fast. Yeah, the teacher Instagram world is like a whole large niche, I guess. So is teacher teacher TikTok is too. I have a friend who is like a TikToker from, and like it pays her bills. And teaching is just a piece that she does. It's so wild. Yeah. So it is. Yeah. Yeah. So like that was the whole thing, but. So I definitely had experience with like running a social media account and growing it mm-hmm. and knowing like how to, you know, stay in What was working. What, yeah. What worked and didn't generally, we know that Instagram changes constantly, but right. You know, the general outline. And so I was like, okay, I know how to do, you know, these graphic design things. Like I'll do people's social media and like paid advertising on social. That's and right. Yeah. And so I told Zach this and he was like, yeah. I mean, I think at first he was like, why that? Like, why is that the thing you want to go into? And he did ask that at some point, like, is this something you're interested in? And I was like, yeah. But really I was like, I, I can, I'm capable of it, you know? Yeah. It's a challenge uh, to learn and do good at. I was just like, I have the ability to do this. So that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Uh, but he had said, like, if I was, if anyone should go and just start their own business, it's you. Because, like, if I was going to hire anyone, it would be you. Because, you know, I like to work hard and get things done. <laughs> you like to succeed. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, yes. So, you know, he never, definitely never was like, I don't think this is a good idea. Uh, but he did question, like, why I wanted to do that, which was mm-hmm. valid because, then it was like, it must have been before the end of the school year. Um, I was listening to a podcast and it was from a um, invitation designer that I used to like follow a lot because again, I mm-hmm. dabbled in that dabbled. for a bit. Yeah. Um, and she had stopped doing invitations and she was like super successful in that, like doing like luxury weddings, you know, making a ton of money from it. And she kind of totally transferred what she did and was like doing a little bit of everything. Uh, And she was talking about that. She's like, I got to this point. And she's like, during COVID really, because obviously I wasn't doing invitations. I kind of had to slow down, really think about it. And she said, I got to this point where I thought, am I doing this because I can, or am I doing this because I want to? And I was like, oh. That's literally like I can create social media graphics and do that. But also I kind of don't love social media. And yeah, see on your personal social media, you're not, you're not like me where I'm like, here's everything. July. So, you know, yeah, it's like, like on my business account, like, yeah, I keep up with it because that is how you, my business grows. Yeah. You know, all of that. But yeah. Otherwise I'm like, I don't, so I sat there like, I don't want to do this and had to kind of think of like what I did want to do. And then that went into like back into the whole thought process of like, Oh, but I don't know if I can, I don't know if I'm this enough or that enough. Right. And got, you know, into the idea of websites and um, because I was like, yeah, I know the graphic side of it, but websites are scary and technical. And then you realize, yeah. like, 
they you can learn it and right they're not that scary it's um, like a formula at some point like it, it's yeah. just something you learn and then you get better at it yeah yeah and there's so many programs out there now that like like I know very minimal coding and have to use very little coding. You know, I'm not a developer. Um, right. So if you want like an app done, don't come to me. Uh, <laughs> but, you want the design done for it? Yes. Like, you know, you know yeah. what it looks like? Yes. Um, so yeah, then it, like all that circled back into like, okay, this is what I'm doing now. And this is what I want to do. And I could see the like big picture and kind of the long-term growth of it. So that's how we yeah. narrowed in on that. Wow. Okay. Last question about work. And then I have a final question, okay. but last question about work. What is the like greatest positive change in your life because of the career switch? If you could pick one, like one thing that changed that made it worth it. Um, literally just the like flexibility of time because while I mean, it's like a combination of, yeah, being a mom and, you know, having just having the flexibility to like, Oh, the other day Zach's truck needed to be serviced. So I was able to go pick him up and take him back to work and, you know, Oh, he needs the dry cleaning dropped off. Like trying to manage all of those pieces when both of us were working jobs or we could not leave our place of work from these hours, right? Really freaking hard. So now it's like, okay, yeah, I'll do that on my way to go pick up Dawson or I'll, you know, find time to do that during the day. And that like just makes such a big difference. And again, like on top of that, being pregnant during all of this, like I'm exhausted, especially right now. I'm at the end of my pregnancy. I'm so tired. I literally had to nap this morning because I couldn't sleep last night. And so I, I have like the flexibility to take a 30 minute nap during the day when I right. need to. And I could not do that before. So just overall, like mental and physical health, I think gets improved. Yeah. I it's and also like your relationships like like between you and your husband you and your kids even like with us we can see each other a little bit more because you don't have to yeah. worry so much like you're coming to San Diego with a newborn <laughs> yeah, and old. a newborn and a toddler for Zach a conference of Zach's and like we get to spend time together because of that that you ne- you never could have done if you were teaching yeah. yes totally. um and that, that, yeah, that's such a difference, but yeah. okay. Tell people where they can find you and any small business people listening, she can help you out. Oh, <laughs> we're still going. <laughs> Just, she can help you out. She, you can find her. I'm keeping that in, <laughs> but where can they find you? Um, you can find me mostly on I'm active on Instagram, which is at Kelly Ryan Co. Ryan with two N's and not because Erica has like multiple A's <laughs> on her Shay. My name is actually spelled with two N's. I was um, just thinking that. I always say Erica Shay with three A's. <laughs> yeah, like Kelly Ryan with two N's because that's how it's spelled. Um, yeah. and, or kellyryan.com is my website. So you can go see like all the things that I offer there. Okay, perfect. And then this is a new thing I'm going to do with all my guests. I'm going to end with this same question. It's simply, what is something you would tell yourself 10 years ago? 
Okay, this is good because 10 years ago I graduated from college. So, um, oh, oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah, that's a, you know, quite a pivotal moment. Um, I would say at the time I was so, especially like this point in the year 10 years ago, so worried about what I was doing after college and like what mm-hmm. job I was going to have and all of that. And um, now that job has changed like three times. Yeah, because so you did not I, go straight into teaching. No, yeah, I took I took right. a six month job before I was like, ooh, this ain't it. Um, <laughs> so I would tell myself to, you know, I maybe would even tell myself to take some time off and just oh. allow myself to figure out what I really want to do. Yeah, you really didn't take any time off. You kind of just said no. like one thing to the I next to the next. Started working like at a full-time job two weeks after my graduation and Dang. moved to a new city. I lived in San Diego at the time. Yes. Uh, to do it all. So I literally was like, and I just, I was so, uh, again, that like achiever in me. So mm-hmm. afraid that if I like didn't have a job right away, I was falling behind and I needed to get started on my life and start growing this life and, you know. And, yeah. uh, I'm like, wow, I wonder if I had like slowed down at all, if my trajectory would have changed, but not that I wish Man. it had changed. I know yeah, I'm like just... you almost can't wish it. Cause it's like, if you hadn't moved, you know, if you hadn't done that and then gone into teaching and then you moved to teach, you moved to Arizona, you met Zach in Arizona. Like it's yeah. just crazy to think about. Yeah. Yeah, but maybe just a little time off to breathe in between. Yeah, just some time to like really think about like what I wanted because I think I've spent a lot of time over the last ten years like really thinking about that. Like, what what do I want? Right, um, and now we're like finally getting a clearer picture of that. <laughs> yeah, we're we're landing on it. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, that's good advice, and that's all I got for you. So thank you. I know I just took 50 minutes of your last five weeks of before you're a mom of two babies. So this thank you like for doing this. social hour. Thanks for having yes. me. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Again, go find her at Kelly Ryan with two N's co on Instagram or kellyryan.com. It'll all be in the description for the podcast too. So find it there. Fantastic.